This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And today we've got a great question. If my adult child claims to be a Christian and does not attend church, what do I do? But before we get to that question, Michael, I know you've got a great impersonation of Pastor Craig. Oh, yeah. So um, here's what I want all of our audience to do. If you know Pastor Craig, if you see him, um, maybe you could just um, send him an email with an audio file on it. And, and I think everybody can do this. Here, here's how it goes. Oh my goodness! Was, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. <laughs> you were turning red, but so was Craig when he was laughing like I know. that. He's oh, I, I, if I didn't know him better, I would think he's been a smoker for like 30 years. That was <laughs> all right. To our question, my adult child is a Christian but does not want to attend church. I'll just maybe give an initial thought on yeah. this. If you are, let's say, somebody who has a a history of painful church experiences, or it just honestly takes one that really kind of cuts to the core of who you are. Maybe you're a new Christian. Maybe it happened when you weren't a Christian. Um, I could understand you know, a significant amount of PTSD and not wanting to, not feeling safe or ready to go back into a local church. Um, I could imagine maybe, maybe this person does not have like a robust theology of the local church. Like God has created the local church. It's the bride of Christ. Um, he's passionate about it. We're created to be under the authority of elders in a local church. And, and maybe that's, maybe those are all just foreign concepts. And, and so on the one hand, I could see that this would be a real challenge. Another challenge I could also understand would be they really just feel the church is irrelevant. And maybe the church this person is a part of is perceived to be completely irrelevant to their to their kid. And if you are, we'll just say an an I don't have a better word for this. So if you're the kid, you're probably not going to love this, but like maybe a less mature Christian, you haven't spent a lot of time studying the Bible, um, discerning God's intentions for the local church. I could really see that this would be a hard thing for the person. The first thing I want to do when I hear this is empathize yeah, empathize with the with kid, the young you know? adult. Thinking of this question I have a couple of scenarios that are playing out in my head. Mm. The first one is the the parent has come to faith in Christ later in life. So the child may not, the child that is now an adult child, may not have grown up in church, may not have grown up with a Christian theology, a Christian context of church, therefore doesn't have a Christian worldview. That's a that's a possibility. And mm-hmm. then, then there's a little resentment here. Hey, why did mom and dad come to faith in Christ after, you know, I, I'm an adult? Yep. So there's a there's that scenario. The other one is the church the the family grew up in church and there's been some kind of hurtful, painful yep. church blow up, church yep. disagreement, and the parents are still in church, but the child now has what I refer to as secondhand anger, secondhand wounds. Yep. Wounds that the parents may, because they're a little more mature, been able to deal with and work through and then stay in church or maybe change churches, move to a, a church that can love them and doctrinally be correct, whatever played out. Yep. And then the child is just not there yet. I think what I, you know, what I hear us really agreeing on is we have a significant amount of empathy for kids who have church wounds. Right. And then you're in a culture, right, that just 
I would just say supports the lie that you are a victim and the church is bad and the church oh, yeah. is full of hypocrites and the church is going to hurt you and all they want is your money. Sure. And, and even the way the parent articulated this is that the child perceives the parent as judgmental mm. when the parent says you should participate in a church and give to a church. If you're going to claim to be a Christian, then you can't separate yourself from the body of Christ, which is a fundamental one-on-one biblical principle. Yeah, we would agree with that. Right, which tells me that the kid or the child, it might be an adult, I don't know, lacks some basic discipleship training. Sure. Again, that may not be the child's fault, but you know, the kid's fault or the adult's fault, but like that is just a basic one-on-one. Like if a Christian parent looks at a Christian son or daughter and says, you should consider giving and serving, that should not be interpreted as you judgmental. Know, judgmental yeah. you know? What the parent really wants, and I'll read a little bit um, about what they said. Because yeah, the question continues. Yep. The parent says, I'm perceived to be judgmental. It's an important part of my life, so I'm inclined to speak about various aspects of my church life often, which is... Which is great. It's great, right? I specifically said that I'm not judging, and have said people talk about what is important to them, and I am one of them. And since since my child's perception has not changed, I can only work on me. I love I love, I love this that part, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Please give me some ideas of what needs to change in me. Wow. So well, um, yeah. I want to maybe just give some counsel to the parent. Um, but also maybe one piece of the counsel to the parent is understanding that part of the pop culture machine's lie is that. Christians are always judgmental, mm-hmm. and it's this weird lie that says, if you have any hobbies or interests or anything else in your life, you can talk about all of them with me, unless it's Jesus and your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ, then you're not allowed to talk to those things about me. So my friendship with, say, a person who's a Christian, um, I get upset when they talk about Jesus because they're all judgy, but they can talk about their Dungeons and Dragons you right. know, hobby all they want. And that's just part of this weird cultural lie that if you're friends with a Christian and they talk about Jesus and their faith, then they're automatically a hypocrite and they're judgmental, right? And, and even so hearing stupid. that, yeah. it, it sounds so hypocritical yeah. and so it's upside down because totally, yeah. um, we claim, our culture claims to be tolerant. When it, but when it comes to Christianity, yep. we're intolerant. Yep. I mean, only based on what this parent is writing, the child is heavily yes. influenced by pop culture's aversion to conservative Christianity right. and to the concept of church. It sounds to me like this child has already lost some significant battles. They may be a Christian in the most fundamentals of belief in Jesus, but they are thoroughly undiscipled and the culture sure. war is winning, which if I'm the parent, my heart is broken over that. Oh, yeah. And so now what What do we do? Just a few pieces of advice. Number one, this is a spiritual battle. Yes. Um, and you need to get on your face and you need to pray regularly pray, pray, pray. and daily. Yeah. Number two is if the child is resistant to you talking about it, rubbing it in their face is not going to help. Um, it's this idea like when you're sharing the gospel with somebody who's resistant, you know, walk away. Yeah. And that's okay. Number three would be... I don't know how to. I don't know how this is going to come out of my mouth, but I'll just say it. Sometimes we need to let go of the ideal. That's right. The ideal is that my child would allow me to be me, love me for who I am, and and be interested in the things I'm interested in, and because of their pure love for me, allow me to talk about what is most important to me. That's the ideal. Yeah. The reality is that the culture will not allow, allow him to for do that. that, and so because he is clearly or she is clearly bought into this lie. That is now not going to be a reality. As a parent, you can never stop loving your kids. Totally, yeah. And take a little different approach as far as being direct about your Christian faith, yep. being a little more indirect and continuing to love them. Yep. The other scenario that I'm playing out in my head is that will make a difference You know, for advice 
if this adult child is living at home versus living outside of the home. Oh yeah, that's a huge difference, yep. And if they're living at home, I've got some advice for them. And it comes from my wife's sister. She has her oldest child that has moved back into their home and she has this rule. And the rule is at our house, we go to church. We go to church together. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to live here and you're going to take advantage of my uh, generosity and my hospitality, then you will honor me by going to church with me. Yep. And if you don't- I can tell them to flush the toilet if they're going to be in my home. Exactly. I can tell them if you want my money and my stuff and my commodity and my resources, everybody here in this home goes to church. That's yeah. fair. And, and, they, and they're not going to like it. They won't like it. They may not like it. go someplace else. But the reality is, you know, at our house, we will do this and we will do this as a family. Mm -hmm. If they don't like it, they can always move out. The other side of it is if this adult child is not living in the home, then they are an adult. And as a parent, we are responsible to them, but we are not responsible for them. Yep. And for the decisions that they make, whether it is to speak about Jesus and openly embrace uh, scripture and what the Bible teaches versus uh, to push back on that and say, that's not for me mm. right now, that adult child has that option, yep. but they have to answer for that decision in their life ultimately. Yep. The parent doesn't. Yeah, I, I would say, I totally agree. I would say let go of that ideal. Yes. And there are a number of moms and dads who are Christians who don't have a spiritual relationship with their son or daughter. And so you now need to learn how to live with skill to still love them as a son or daughter, but know that this will not be or may not be for some time a part of your relationship. And you may be saying, but they're a Christian. But if they are thinking culturally like a non-Christian, then you'll never be able to have a functional right. Christian relationship with them. So that ideal needs to be, I, I think, just let go of. And your prayer relationship needs to go through the roof. Right. This, to me, as a principled parallel would be very similar to Peter talking to the wife who is married to a non-Christian, mm -hmm. and yep. Peter's counsel is not preach, 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 write them a letter, tell them how much it hurts your feelings. His counsel is win them over with your quietness. Right. Um, win them over with your good behavior. Mm -hmm. Understand that you probably need to shift your expectations right. and tone down your language a little bit because this is not a functional yeah. Christian relationship and win them over with quietness over the long period of, of time and love them like crazy. Mm. Great advice. Listeners, we hope that that has been helpful. Please come back next time when we answer a question from the child about the parent. And it says, the Bible says to obey your parents, but what if I know that my parents are going against the Bible? Mm. Come back next time. Mm.